welcome to another edition of Lower After Hours. This week's special guest, not Joe Flacco. Hello, Nacho. Welcome aboard. Hey, everybody. Cheers. 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 So, Nacho Flacco, you've got your podcast, you've got your Twitter, your Instagram, your NFL memes. Give us a little bit about yourself and sort of how you got into uh, all of this. Sure. Uh, I was unemployed. (laughs) And (laughs) the... uh, I was, I was trying to, I was just trying to learn Instagram and I was, cause I, I, I've been in sales my whole life and I was just, I, I was between jobs. I was doing stay-at-home dad of my oldest son has special needs. So he'd gotten kicked out of a few daycares for biting kids. So I was stay-at-home dad between jobs. I was like, maybe I got to get out of sales. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'll learn Instagram. I'll get into marketing. And uh, I just found I tried a few things that just kind of didn't work out. Uh, I wasn't passionate about it. And then I realized that I really like writing shitty jokes about football. And so here we are, 110,000 followers later. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, just throw out there, you're a fellow Blue Wire podcaster like we are. So uh, it's good to, to give some support to uh, our Blue Wire family. Yeah. Got to support the, the our new corporate or- overlords. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Are, are we supporting him or is he elevating us? I think I think that's a little bit more accurate. I a think little so bit of too. both. Yeah, for sure. It's a two-way street, sure. hopefully. One hand uh, washes the other or scratches the other's back, whatever. Yeah, whatever the right I'm, way to say this. I'm looking at this as like podcast college. So that's that's how I'm looking at this. We're we're exchange student. You're an exchange student on our, you know, for a semester uh, slash episode, right? <laughs> there we go. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to fly in, see if I can meet any girls, and then get out of here as quickly as possible. <laughs> Perfect. So we're going to start by throwing out to Jeanette out on the West Coast, um, if she can compose herself, and she's got a question for you. Awesome. Hey, Nacho. It is so nice to meet you. So I think this question will be right up your alley. So during the 2021 NFL draft, we had some very memorable moments that were meme-worthy. So I wanted to ask you to please rank these in order of first, second, third, and if if I... If there's another one that I may have forgotten or overlooked, feel free to put it in your medal stand. So buying for the gold medal is uh, Jalen Waddle leaving his family in his draft pod after he was announced by the Dolphins. Mac Jones power walking to the stage. And of course, Zach Wilson shrinking back when he was in that lineup with the other draftees. Like, what is everybody doing with their hands? So can you give us gold medal and... uh, bronze for those please so the okay, i'll start I'll start from the bronze i think um mac jones mac jones power walking um or you know high school principal walking i think was the was the other favorite meme there um that one's the bronze for me mostly just because i i was just really glad the 49ers didn't draft mac jones and i just wanted nothing to do with him at the third pick <laughs> the uh the silver would be Zach Wilson looking extraordinarily uncomfortable around the most black people he's ever been around in his entire life. And uh, the number one, the Jalen Waddle just kind of like, maybe these people won't, maybe these people won't notice that I'm leaving. Um, the Irish goodbye. That's, that's the gold for me. That's, that was just perfect. The, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here either, but uh, these these people are not going to give me a jersey, so I'm going to go talk to the guy who will. That 
that was the uh, that was the gold medal for me. Do you have any other um, notable mentions from that night or over the course of the draft that were buying for the medal stand? I mean, Goodell sitting in that stupid recliner again. <laughs> his his terror was just ter- a terrible callback. Um, nobody wants to remember the pandemic. Nobody wants to. Uh, nobody wants to go back in time and relive that. So, I I didn't think the recliner needed to make a a, a, a an appearance. I I really didn't. I will say the the picture of Bill Belichick's dog sitting at the table is one of the uh, wasn't that Bill Belichick's dog from the draft yep. last year? Okay, that was like one of the most memeable moments of all of last NFL season. People still use that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and and the dog made another appearance this this year, right? I think they they uh they they pulled the dog through this year. So, I can appreciate you know, the canine callback, but we don't need Goodell in the recliner again. That's less Goodell the better. Yes, uh, I think a lot of people in the NFL would agree with that statement. So, thank you so much, Nacho. Of course. Thank you, Nacho. Next, we're going to toss it over to Mayor, if he's ready with his question. Absolutely not, Joe Flacco. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. And I've got to tell you, uh, we were on that same Blue Wire pod that was uh, a few weeks ago, you know, kind of the introductory. It was, it was a, labeled as a happy hour. I thought people were just going to be on there drinking. It was actually an informational thing that I was totally ill-equipped for. Of course, it was during the workday, so I wouldn't have been drinking anyhow. But uh, you really leapt off the off the page for me. I, I love what you're doing. I'm getting more and more into your pod uh, after learning about it. But uh, so I do want to want you to take a moment and talk about the other guys. No man is an island. You've got some other guys that are that are on your pod with you. Talk a little bit about them and the dynamic that uh, that you've developed with them. Sure. Uh, both of them are ex roommates of mine from uh, decade you know decade and a half ago. Um, they never lived with each other and like with the three of us never lived together, but we've all, we're all part of the same kind of group. Um, and I actually met, I met Doug. Um, I met Doug the day of the Alex Smith draft. So that like, we got introduced that day and we've kind of been friends ever since we were roommates kind of the, the next for the next football season. Um, and then Trevor is our uh, resident angry New Yorker. Doug's a Doug's a Browns fan. Um, Trevor's our resident angry New Yorker. And uh, um, yeah, we've just been buddies for a long time. This is my third try at the podcast, and and the first two just didn't click. And this was kind of my you know I started the podcast uh, this iteration of the podcast solo right up until kind of like start a pandemic till about June and uh, got a, got a new job and wasn't able to like do it nightly the way I wanted to. I was doing like 20, 30 minute hits kind of every night and wasn't able to keep that up with, with the new job. And, and so I decided to go down to an hour and I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta have, at this point, if I'm going to do an hour once a week, I need, I need help. And Doug was nice enough to, to help me. And then Trevor came on a couple months later and uh, we're up to two episodes a week. For whatever reason, we decided to go, we decided to double our content post-draft and pre-training camp, which is the <laughs> dumbest possible strategy ever. But I was just telling the boys last last night, I'm like, I can't believe we're able to bullshit our way through 60 minutes and and have it not just be filled with, I mean, it's nonsense. It's all nonsense, but 
you know, there's it's nonsense with the plan. All right, so one quick follow-up and then one longer answer follow-up, and then I've got more for you later, but we'll cycle it around. What NFL team are you most passionate about? 49ers and only the 49ers. Uh, I'll let you pick Doug or Trevor. The story about the most trouble you got in with either one of them. Um, that you can share. It's, publicly. Al- it's almost it's almost trouble with Doug. We um we were driving out to, we live in San Diego. We're driving out. Um, we crossed a state border to go to uh, the Fiesta Bowl, and you know you can have a certain amount of uh of you know, weed here in California without really pissing anybody off. But as soon as you cross into Arizona, uh, it becomes a felony. And uh, we got, we did not know, you know, how many times you, we just, we just didn't drive east into Arizona very often. We were going to the Fiesta Bowl. I think it was the Brady Quinn, Ohio State Fiesta Bowl, like probably 07-ish, somewhere in there, 06. And, uh the drug dogs came out and stopped at the car and they made us pull over and kept us there for about 45 minutes. And, um, that was, you know, we weren't, (laughs) we weren't trafficking. Um, we were just in traffic and, uh, you know, the, um, that could have gone very badly and didn't. And that's probably, um, that's probably the best story that, that Duggar I have about kind of having that kind of close a call. Yeah, that is a, so did you just get pulled over? Like when you crossed the border, they decided to stop every car and look, or was it no, like, because you it know, it's the like the, the, the eight runs just from San Diego straight out to Phoenix or whatever. And uh, you're close enough to the U S Mexico border. that border patrol has a checkpoint out there. And the uh, so it wasn't the state cops that stopped us. It was the it was the Border Patrol. And that was probably what, you know, that was probably what kept us because we're just extra paperwork for them and they're not looking for us anyways. And uh, but if the state cops had had stopped us, that that might have gotten a little tricky. But they, you know, they tried to scare us for about 45 minutes. And after like the first 20 minutes of, you know, the Border Patrol guy kind of like you know, jabbing his finger in my face and, and trying to, you know, Maury Povich style, like, you know, correct my behavior. Um, You know, it started to wear off a little bit and I'm like, I didn't say it because, you know, I'm chicken shit. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't daring him to, but it was like, can we get, get, let's get this over with one way or not. Just let me either make my phone call or let me get back in the car. Um, So they let us get back in the car. Yeah, that reminds me of a school of a, of a story I have going back a bunch of years where we got pulled over like circling the high school or whatever we were doing as knuckleheads, you know, having graduated a couple of years previously and cop decided to pull us over. One of my friends decided, oh, let me just screw with the cop. And he decided to yell as the cop walked up the window, guys, put away the dime bags. And I'm just like, <laughs> and the cop had a look on his face like he was a happier than a pig in shit because he was going to go to town on us because he could. Yeah, And then about 30 seconds later, his partner got a call that said they had to go. And they were like, nope, we got to go. We can't have fun. And I was like, oh, God, I would <laughs> kill you. So anyway, something where it was more important than for 20-year-old kids, you know, sitting in their car in the high school parking lot or whatever the hell it was we were doing way back when. Anyway, I digress. So I want to touch back on your 49er fandom for a second. 
you mentioned you were glad they didn't pick Mac Jones. Are you glad who they did pick? Were you would you prefer have they gone Fields? What you know, Pitts? What were you thinking? I I'd put money on Fields out of in protest. It's maybe the I think it was the first bet I've ever placed on the 49ers on like a, a betting website. Um, but I'd put money on Fields out of protest. Like I know my team. I just knew they were not picking Mac Jones. Now, because I'm I'm an idiot better and a first-time emotional better, <laughs> I should have just picked Mac Jones on the over whatever his draft slot was going to be, and then I would have won. Um, but I lost because I picked Justin Fields, but I'm still glad they picked Trey Lance. So okay. it's – I the thing that was pissing the 49ers fans off about all the Mac Jones stuff, the reason there was so much like vitriol around it wasn't because we thought that I'll just uh, I'll say I'll say me. It's not that I thought Mac Jones was going to be bad. It's that you, you don't trade two first. Th- you don't use three first round draft picks to draft a guy that doesn't have like a really, really special thing. Right. And that was the thing that was like, you know, like, if Shanahan had been sitting there and watched Russell Wilson, Kyler, um, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen torched us, Mahomes obviously beat us in the Super Bowl. Like these are special athletic talents that give a really good defense a lot of problems. And if Shanahan was just going to stick his head in the sand and ignore that, it didn't make sense to 49er fans that like had been watching the team the last couple of years. It's like, and that's why there was so much like vitriol and like anger around it. And now, you know, Mac Jones is in the best spot for him. Trey Lance is in the best spot for him. Justin Fields is a bear. Sorry. Um, and, you know, um, we'll see how it shakes out. But I like the guy we got. I like the guy we got as long as Shanahan likes the guy we got. And listen, I, I, I ended up loving Richard Sherman. I would have loved Mac Jones if he won. And here we are, right? So, but I'm glad I'm we got Trey Lance. I'm a struggling Jet fan, so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the person we got, but I also, who the heck knows, you know? So much, so much of this is a crapshoot as to, you know, does the person with the right skills go to the right location with the right OC, with the right weapons, and all these other things that, you know, oftentimes get overlooked when we look back and say, hey, that was a great draft pick by them. Well, yeah, because they had a running back and two wide receivers and a tight end and, you know, a good defense or, you know, whatever they had. Yep. Also, you can't use that high of a draft pick on someone that doesn't have abs. It, it, it should just be like an unwritten rule <laughs> of the NFL draft, a first rounder. If you don't like, it should be a, like punishable. Next year, you should lose like three picks or you're out of the first round. It's unconscionable. Yeah, it goes against an, everything that uh, tr- the training uh, for this uh, stands for. It's just com- it's a complete a dereliction round, of duty. If you're a first-round NFL quarterback, you should be somebody that doesn't wear a T-shirt in the pool. Yes, like that. Very that true. is that that's sh- that's the one barrier to entry that you need to make sure you're actually shirtless in the pool. The only other thing I, I, advice I'll give you as, as a 49ers fan who uh, from a from a Falcons fan, uh, make sure that they have hired a a coach that is in, responsible for game management when Shanahan's got the ball. Say if you're up 
28 to three in the Super Bowl. Hypothetically, <laughs> make sure they're running the, the play clock down. Right. I, I'd hate for you to have to. Actually, I hope you do experience that, so people quit talking about the Falcons doing that. Well, I um, yes, I've I am somewhat experienced with the 49ers blowing a lead in the Super Bowl. So, um, yes, we're we're, we're not quite the meme that you guys are, but you know, and and the and the Niners have ducked. So the Niners have kind of ducked the. It wasn't as big of a, you know, a comeback. So that that helps. But the other thing that the Niners have ducked the passing on Mahomes and passing on Watson thing that the Bears just get just railed for. And um, that is something that that is the thing that scared me about this. uh, This draft was maybe Shanahan is that stubborn. Like it just maybe he's just that stubborn. He's like, damn it, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it work my way. And that was the that was the five percent chance that was like, oh Jesus Christ, are they going to do this? So, um, yeah, I've, I'm with you. Next, we're going to throw it over to Allie. I think she has a Sam Donald question. Is that right, Allie? Uh, no, a Joe Flacco specific one. But thanks for being here, not Joe. So, as everybody knows, Joe Flacco finished his collegiate career with the University of Delaware, who unfortunately lost in the FCS national championship game to Appalachian State back in 2007, 49 to 21. But my question to you is, the Delaware Blue Hen, what tier would you put that mascot in if you were ranking um, college football mascots? And what other popular college football mascots would you put in that same tier? Okay, hold on. I'm going to need Siri to show me the Delaware mascot real quickly. This is quite a fighting setup. cock. I, I can't believe you're in San Diego and you're not familiar with a Delaware football team. I'm, I I hang my head in shame just hoping nobody asked me this one question. Yep, this is this is this was the one question on his rider uh when he agreed to do this podcast. So okay, so the the blue hen is is that it? Is that a blue hen? Yes. It looks like one of the 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 crows from Dumbo. <laughs> the racist crows from the Dumbo. racist crows from Dumbo. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Oh my god, it does. It absolutely. That's does. the first. Okay, so yeah, this, it's this even more terrifying as like an actual mascot. mascot. It's even more terrifying when it's not just a caricature. I would imagine, like you know, if it's like walking around in its full furrydom. It it looks like you know. Put your way back hat on. Remember the little chicken that used to always try to fight foghorn leghorn now imagine that blue and like on some performance enhancing drugs and that's what the delaware blue hen looks like jeanette you are my brother that or my sister the chicken hawk the uh because that's that's exactly the chicken hawk was exactly where i was going with that one same vibes but anyway not joe flacco your thoughts i'm sorry we're stepping all over your shine so what tier is that what ali asked what tier is that mascot Yes, like, would you put him as, like, great, good, okay, eh, meh, bad, or the worst? I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, I mean, being a blue, just being a hen as a football player, I mean, hens are still female chickens, right? Yes. Okay, that's like, (laughs) I'm, you know. That that would be like I'm, the, I'm as I'm as progressive as the next person, but like that would be like the Chicago like run to cows. A brick wall territory there. No, that would no, be no. like the Chicago cows instead of the Chicago Bulls. 
Look, I, I get it. It's it's a it's a bird that is unseeming and unthreatening until and I can speak from personal experience of going and grabbing baby chicks around the mom and be like, oh, this is so cute. And then the moment you let your guard down, bam, the hen pecks your hand and you realize not to mess with its babies. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, like the Delaware geese would be a terrible mascot, but they're vicious as hell. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's. It's better than the Stanford, what cardinal? Tree. It's a tree. It's a tree. I mean, it's 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 better than that. What about um, the banana slug? It's not. It's not objectively racist, even though it did have a racist role in Dumbo. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> is this going the way you guys expected it to go or well, I, much so. this is perfect we don't okay. know we don't know what each other are going to ask ahead of time uh quite often so that is quite possibly the most random ass question anybody could have uh possibly come up with okay. what i'm here for <laughs> very much cuts like a knife for me as a former delaware bluehead myself but what <laughs> yes i went to college with our Joe Flacco, as well as our current president. But anyway, what's the what's the chant? Like, what do you guys say? Go hens! Let's cluck this up. Go hens or go blue hens. We're not that. I mean, we're we're middle of the road. So, yeah. I I I apologize, Ant, for hijacking this, but I'm going to give everybody a homework assignment because I just did the uh, weird top ten weirdest mascots, and I want everybody who can to look up Rhode Island school of design. Uh, that is the number one. I will, I'm not going to tell you what that is, but the Grays Harbor uh, college is Charlie choker, which is a uh, native American that looks kind of odd. Uh, Evergreen state college has something that looks like it's in a Petri dish. Uh, the banana slugs were fourth in Santa Cruz and Artie, the fighting artichoke at Scottsdale community college. We'll leave it at five. Uh, actually, I got to go one more. North Carolina School of the Arts, the Fighting Pickle. But again, I want you to write this down, or if you're listening, make sure you're not driving when you do this. The Rhode Island <laughs> School of Design. That's incredible. Will That's, has uh, it, up. and they're not—they're not shy about what it's supposed to be either. I mean, they're, it takes—it takes real balls to make that your mascot. Look at that. That's their. His hockey. name is Scrody. That's, that's his their, nickname. Is Scrody. Yeah, that's their hockey team's logo, the Nads. That's amazing. <laughs> You're welcome. So to continue down uh, these off the wall topics, Nacho, we have a question from Swites who wasn't able to join us. He wants to know if you think, at his current age of eighty five years old, whether or not you could take Jim Brown in a fight. Eighty five. I mean, like. I want to no a no good comes from it. There's there's no winning that fight. First of all, I wouldn't condone. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the world's oldest NFL meme creator at 39. I've got to think that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I want to say yes so badly. Even if you win, you lose. Yeah, I mean, there's he doesn't have the. He's got his own his, historic problems with with uh, you know domestic violence and everything else. So, but like he's 
I don't know. Is he is he national treasure, Jim Brown? Like I don't I don't feel like he's he's some people, right? Like yeah, you know, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, um, yeah. No, I he'd still whip my ass. <laughs> He'd, I'd like he would be so angry that I'd even take a swing at him that he'd just stomp me and beat me with his cane. Like it, <laughs> it it would be my my low my one of my worst two moments. Ah. Ooh, <laughs> and the other moment is what for this podcast? Yeah, I can't. I'm not sure I can get into that one. I'm gonna have to <laughs> like check with the wife before we'll I have you back for that, that for one. That and yeah. So next one, throw out to Will. All right, not Joe Flacco. Thanks again for joining us this evening, man. Um, so uh, I just want to point out that while you do have, let's see, hold on, let me get an accurate, 110,000 followers on Instagram. On Twitter, you have, let's see. Like 12, 14? No, you're up to 192. Fuck yeah! I, you are, you are, uh, you're building this empire one one follower at a time. I I thought it's genius. So, do you tweet your memes on Twitter to then screenshot them for Instagram? Basically, Have yeah. You... So that's that's how you get that kind of like nice rounded corner on right. uh, on the NFL memes. Otherwise, it, it just looks it just looks prettier that way. But I was I uh, my Twitter page was private up until about two or three months ago, and it was just me and that was it. Like I just had no followers. Gotcha. And, uh, because I would sit there and I'd sometimes, you know, do seven variations of the same meme, just back to back to back to back to back to back, just trying to find either the right sizing or wording or whatever. And it just, you know, it wasn't good content. I don't have good, I don't have a good following on Twitter because I don't know how to do Twitter. (laughs) I, my, my content is not native. You know, it's like they talk about like making content native to the platform. Like I don't, my stuff doesn't translate as well to Twitter and uh, I'm so, similar problem on TikTok. Like I'm trying to get the TikTok going, but you know, it's like TikTok is more like writing sketches. Right. And I'm, I'm way better just kind of like, kind of like we're doing here. It's like, you give me a topic, I can two, three line joke and boom. But like extending a joke out to 90 seconds is, you know, I, I like to get things over with quickly. Sure. So, sure. so we recreate the Shannon and uh, and Julio on TikTok, right? What was that? I said we can recreate Shannon and Julio on TikTok, though. That can yeah. stretch out to like ninety seconds. Yeah, exactly. It's like and and so I'm I'm spending more time on TikTok to try and get it going. Um, also, my thing with Twitter is I don't. Anytime I go into the comments of anybody's post, I'm horrified at some of the things that are going on in there. Yeah, it's a it's a dumpster fire ninety percent of the time for sure. I I do find it funny though that like you are you said that you you you're not really good at Twitter and yet that is what has built your your Instagram base is sharing tweets essentially on Instagram. I find that kind of interesting. Um, one of my favorite recent ones of yours was just the Detroit Lions logo. Uh, with the caption, if putting gasoline in a grocery bag was an NFL franchise. That made me laugh so hard as someone who went through the whole uh, people filling up random tubs of gasoline in my state down here in North Carolina. That was fantastic. And the other one I really liked was just a fact that you shared, actually. I don't even know if this is a joke. I don't think it is. 
With the new 17-game schedule, Raiders fans get to watch John Gruden coach for 119 more games. Yes. So sometimes you're not even, sometimes the jokes write themselves, essentially, right? Sometimes you just have to, you know, that 17-game schedule, it's like, okay, what does that mean? Okay. You know, everybody else is doing like, oh, you know, Peyton Manning's 5,500-yard season, that's going to go down. This is going to, this record doesn't mean anything anymore. And it's just like, wait. John Gruden's going to coach an extra game every year for the next seven years or whatever yep, it is. Yep. So no, that's, I do that meme. I do a variation on that meme a couple times a year, just as a, Hey, friendly reminder. He still has 119 games left on his contract. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's a, well, I go back to periodically just cause it tickles me that they gave him a 10 year contract, even though he's absurdly average. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And one more thing. Um, so I know, like, obviously this is a big, big thing for you, making these memes. Have you had any rivalries with other meme makers on the internet, uh, on Instagram? Like, other people making football memes or just sports memes in general? Do you have people stealing your content, not attributing you, all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, well, I'll work backwards. The The content gets stolen all the time. It means less now to me than it used to. Um, you know, I used to... I like I used to put watermarks on there and I used to be like, oh, I'll get them. And 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 really the thing that I. One of the things that saved me a lot of anguish over it, because it's like, you, you know, it's like when you're not on the Internet, like if you if you talk to like a stand up comedian, like the whole concept of joke theft is that's a capital offense in their world. Sure. Right. And then, but like, as soon as you write it on the internet, it's like, Oh, anybody can steal it. Anybody can repost it. Nothing's original. And, um, so I just stopped using watermarks cause I wanted to make it. E- I, f- I was like, okay, if I stop using watermarks, maybe they'll repost my image as opposed to redoing it. And gotcha. if they repost gotcha. mine, maybe they give me some, I've, I've, a, I've got a leg to stand on B they can, I've, I've got a little more, you know, uh, standing to go and be like, Hey, you use my thing. Can you credit me? Um, some of the accounts out there try and get clout off of, you know, it's like, Oh, we're going to get this account taken down. Cause they steal memes. And it's like, you're better. You've got 3000 followers. He's got 700,000. Right. Why don't you kind of try and bro up and say, Hey, would you mind throwing me a caption tag? It's like, you'll get way more. I just, I just learned it's easier to be friends with these guys than not. There's one account that, um i want nothing to do with Uh-oh. um so part of the reason i'm wearing i'm wearing glasses i don't know if the video will make part of the reason i'm wearing glasses is because there's a this page sent a couple of his followers to try and like screen capture my face look up my linkedin Shit. like and that was just it was a joke that went too far um but it was uh you know it took a lot of enjoyment out of it for me um and but then there's there's a friendly rivalry. Like one of the things I've missed as I've, I've, as I've gotten older is like talking shit to a group of buddies about sports. And I don't talk about sports with anybody as much as I do some of these other meme pages. And um, so during the, I think it was the AFC championship game. I took a shot at Canadian Cutler just on a, on a whim. And it was just like, well, I don't have any other content. I'll make fun of him. And um and then he fired back and I fired back and then a couple other pages got involved and we've just kind of sporadically been having fun with it. There's no planning or coordination or anything. It's just kind of, 
you know, it's just like talking shit with your buddies. Like you do, if you, you know, just like if you'd find one of my memes and send it to one of your friends to be like, Hey, Hey, ha ha idiot. This is your team you root for. We kind of do that with the, with the, the meme pages and it's been fun. If, uh, if you need advice on how to get traction on Twitter, uh, just do what we do, which is tag, uh, one of the members of this podcast, Mark, uh, he runs the Levitard show fan account, um, and then cross your fingers that he retweets you and then you'll get all sorts of traction. So, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> If uh, if we're, we're all going to go to Twitter and follow you and uh, start retweeting you and try and uh, build your audience for you on there as a as a fellow colleague from Blue Wire, I, I feel it's our responsibility to boost your brand as well. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. They and can they can of... they can see me rip off the same meme four times yes. in a row and change one word or changing a typo and and uh, <laughs> just blowing up their feed. It is a good time to give everybody that Twitter handle to make sure they're following the right one because. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and there are a number of not Joe Flacco tagged Twitter accounts out there. So, what is the proper one to follow if they I, want to follow I, you? I am Nacho, like the uh, uh, appetizer. I'm Nacho Flacco on uh, on Twitter, N A C H O F L A C C O, and then on Instagram, I'm N O T J O E Flacco. Awesome. And Mayor, you had a couple more questions you wanted to you wanted to hit Nacho with. Go ahead. Well, and I'm not sure if you are uh, how much you listen to the Levitard show, if you're into that at all, or if it's even your thing. But uh, one of the the spinoff of that is Stupidity, which is by uh, Stu Gotts. And he usually has a little rapid fire uh, yes or no or just quick answer thing at the end of his podcast. So we're going to play a game with you. And it's going to be Flacco or Flack No. So I know you're not Joe Flacco, but in this case, BS Flack No would be no. Okay, you have to date so with that? Flack, flack yes or flack, flack yeah, no? Yeah, we'll do flack, flack yes no? and flack no. Flack yes that? and flack no. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Flack yes or flack no? Flack no. Yes. Rothless burger is done. Flack yes or flack no? Flack yes. Trent Dilfer is the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Flack yes or flack no? <laughs> flack yes. Peeing in the shower, flack yes or flack no? Flack yes. Jaguars make the playoffs this year, flack, flack yes or no? Ketchup on a hot dog, flack yes or flack no? That's kid stuff. Like it's mustard now as I'm an adult. Very good. Thank you so very much. Flack no on the ketchup. Man, I was rooting for you, but you broke my heart with that last one. Are you your ketchup guy? I put ketchup on anything, but wait, I also wait, have a wide, wait. like there is literally nothing that I will not eat. Like I have no discerning palate whatsoever. So uh, everything tastes delicious to me. Nacho, don't let Will uh, play this role. What do you prefer on a hot dog? Oh, What's uh, your favorite? <laughs> uh, peanut butter, mayo, and onions. <laughs> no lie. It's so, wait, what? so good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, peanut butter, mayonnaise, and onions on a hot dog. Uh, try it sometime. It is absolutely no. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no. Flack no. Flack no, you're not going to no. try that. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, I, I don't eat mayo on anything. Oh, God. Um, okay. All right. Well, that's a peanut, peanut butter on a hot dog. Yep. No. Yep. No. It's, it's no. delicious. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Don't no. until you try it, Nacho. I will. No, I absolutely will. <laughs> And I know there's an origin story here, but is 
is the not Joe Flacco. Why not Joe Flacco and not any other NFL football player? So I'd started a YouTube page and uh, I'd been, I'd had my face out on, on my page for a little bit and, and wanted to branch out from Instagram and the podcast was part of it. And he, you know, trying to do YouTube and take everything else. And uh, the first YouTube video I did um, just all the comments are just like, are you not Joe Flacco? And so then that became my sign on at every, at every new video, it became for the second time, I'm not Joe Flacco. And every video became, I'm not Joe Flacco. I'm not Joe Flacco. And then um, it might've been bullshit, but I got, I got one of my pages. I had multiple pages at one point and one of them had NFL in the, in the tag, in the, in the user uh, on Instagram and it got flagged for copyright infringement. And I was stupid NFL memes up to that point. And uh, at that point I said, okay, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have NFL in the tagline anymore. And and so that's where I switched everything to not Joe Flacco. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Nacho Fleco. It's been a pleasure. I hope, hope we haven't been uh, too much of a pain in your in your butt. And uh, no, maybe... this has been great. I don't know what I I don't know what I expected, but this was um, this was this was fun. I saw all you guys, and I was sitting here going, "I'm like, oh, how am I going to get a word in?" And then realizing that this is a group interview was um, was uh, was fun. No, this has been great. Appreciate you guys for having me on. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Yep. We appreciate you. Again, that's Nacho Flacco, N-A-C-H-O-F-L-A-C-C-O on Twitter. Not Joe Flacco, N-O-T-J-O-E-F-L-A-C-C-O on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. And, uh, you know, good luck with all your podcasts and your memes and all your Blue Wire stuff. You too. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Not Joe. Have a good night, man. Thanks, Not Joe. You, you thank too. you. And so in typical fashion, can we end with... Uh, Thank you, Nacho. One, two, three. Thank Thank you, you, Nacho. Nacho.